What's going on, y'all? What's going on, y'all? It's your boy Molly, aka Mr. Cobram, and I'm so excited to get back to y'all. I've been working, I've been grinding, I'm trying to get these uh um these uh these segments out, man. Um, actually trying to study for them and 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 trying to give y'all the best content I can give y'all, man, to try to help some people out, man. I know a lot of y'all um been listening to my podcast before, and um you know a few a few of y'all checked out the first part of uh my segment called relationships now i want to go on part two part one was more uh focusing on um things that we we form bonds with like uh money cars clothes sex and attention some type of things um that we that we kind of feel like we need in our life but we can't go without so what today i want to focus on are the ones meaning the people type of relationships and people that we have in our in our life and how it can affect us in positive ways and in negative ways so (coughs) i want to say um um first thing people do um a lot a lot of people we we feel like we need people around us to be able to survive a lot of people don't know how to be by themselves I think that's the most important. You can't be with somebody until you know how to be by yourself. You can't say you love somebody until you know that you love yourself or if you know that you love yourself or how to love yourself. Like, I can't I can't love somebody and I don't even, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know what makes me happy. How am I supposed to try to make that person happy? I can't even make myself happy. So the first thing I want to talk about is having a personal relationship whether if it's within yourself or with people, especially uh, personal relationships, um, meaning uh, like uh, like I said, like relationships. I don't know how to really explain that even more, but like relationships, um, boyfriend and girlfriend, husband and wife. You know, you can't be with somebody um, that you can't have. It's, it's just mainly uh, about material things. Um, uh, somebody told me one time, the person you uh, marry is not the person that you're going to end up with. I think that was the most um, valuable information that they, they could, I could ever get um, just from a marriage standpoint. But in relationships, if, they, if that person takes that relationship serious, you want to be able to be with that person for a long term. So this is money, time, feelings invested, you know what I'm saying? So... You have to take this serious. Now, if you just want to go out and just have fun, you do what you got to do, you know, whatever, you know. But for people that's one that really want to take this serious, um, these are certain things that you have to really look for. Um, a lot of people say, oh, I can't be with somebody if they don't make as much money as I do. Okay, well, that might be your personal preference. And that's all. That's understandable. If you don't want to be with somebody that doesn't make enough money as you, then you're going to have to spend the rest of your life looking for people that make more money than you but ask yourself this though since you don't want to be with somebody that makes more money than that doesn't make as much money as you or you know not as enough that you know i'm saying that it's not meeting you halfway or you know it's not making more money than you think about that person you know what i'm saying meaning like like um somebody told me being rich is is relative is uh kind of like your own perspective like Everybody says they want to be rich. Well, if you get a hundred million dollars and you talk to Warren Buffett, it's like, okay, I'm not rich. He's 
not to say he'll look at you as being poor, because I don't think he has that type of, um, you know, persona. But I think that, you know, being rich is basically what you consider rich. Like, you know, if you got a million dollars, does that make you rich? Because to somebody that got a hundred million dollars, it's not really rich to them. You see what I'm saying? So if you got a hundred million dollars, somebody that has a billion dollars, it's not really rich to them. If you got a billion dollars and you looking at somebody that has a hundred billion dollars, it's not really rich to them. You see what I'm saying? So it's really, it's relative. Like it's not, is you know what I'm saying? Is 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 really what you consider to be rich? And a lot of people don't really consider money to be rich. A lot of people just want peace and wisdom and happiness. You know, and, and that's it. Like you you can't be out here chasing money all the time because money will leave you chasing it, chasing it, and running forever. And it's really not doing anything for you. So I say all the time, if you're going to go after something, I think you should go after something that's going to change people's lives. You know, that way you chase that passion and you'll always be changing other people's lives. And you'll leave a legacy, not just for you, but for your family. You know what I'm saying? It'll be something for your children to look up to you and say, wow, my dad really did something. Or wow, my mom really did something out here that's really going to be concrete and stand whenever you're gone. So I think that, like I said, um, being with certain people that can draw that out of you is the best thing. And um, like I said, for people that thinks that they can't be with people because they don't make as much money, you know, I don't think that's right. Um, because you don't know that person's potential. And that's what you need to look for. Now, if you're with somebody that has a million dollars but they don't have no potential, they can lose that million dollars within a week. And then they're going to be stuck off. You know what I'm saying? And, like, they're not going to really be much worth to you because the only thing that you were looking for was was money now if you look for potential in somebody and they might be broke they they might not have it all right now but who's to say that next year they might not have it all you know what i'm saying so and when you stay down with somebody mean you you stick it out through the hard times with them that shows that you're loyal that you're not just swayed by different material things and superficial things so whenever you not thinking like that you'll get it all You'll get it all. Even and I hate to to be spiritual, but I'm a I'm a spiritual person. I have a relationship with God. But the Bible says, "You uh, you be faithful over a few, I make you rule over many." And that that follows the same that follows in the same in the same lane. You know, if you can appreciate the small things, I can give you bigger things. You know what I'm saying? My wife says this all the time, and it's funny. I when every time I hear it. But um, I met my wife when I was walking back and forth to work, and I don't think she ever met anybody that would do that. But um, in in North Carolina, um, they don't really have that many sidewalks. You see what I'm saying? So I I you know I'm originate from New York, so we used to walking. You see what I'm saying? So if I don't have a car, I'm walking to work because I can't go nowhere. You know what I'm saying? I can't unless I call a cab or you know somebody to take me to work or whatever the case is. But I would walk rain, sleet, or snow sunshine no matter what you know what i'm saying so it just it kind of blew her because she's like yo i never met somebody that would that would really do that and she saw that i didn't want to be in my situation i was living at my mom's house at the time i couldn't do it you know what i'm saying like i, I wanted to be better i wanted to do more i wanted to be more i wasn't just gonna sit there and just let my situation you know handle me like i wasn't just gonna sit there and just accept it the way it is like no you know what i'm saying so i did what i had to do whether if it was walk whether if it was um you know, pay for rides, whatever the case is, or you know what I had to do, like whatever, you know what I'm saying? I, I got through it and I did it. And so she, um, she led me her car from time to time or whatever the case when she could. And, and, um, I got back and forth to work 
and um until i got my own apartment and then i got my car and then we had two cars we can use you see what i'm saying she had a car and i had a car you know what i'm saying until and, and the you know i ended up leaving and moving to texas and um being able to do more you know not just for me but for her and it made me realize you know that how much of a you know a down person she was for me and you know so that's what made me really want to be like okay i, I want to be with this woman for the rest of my life you know what i'm saying they say how you judge a man is whenever he has everything and how you judge a woman is when you have nothing you know what i'm saying that's how you judge the scales because a man that has everything and and before he didn't have anything like you see this in movies all the time like um wolf of wall street and you know whenever he was broke he had his he had his girl he had his wife or whatever she was riding for him and then whenever he got rich he ended up divorcing her and ended up cheating on her with this gold digging lady and then whenever he got broke she ended up leaving him you know what i'm saying so you know it happens all the time so you have to be careful of really who you choose to be with you in that in that time uh you know in that time frame where you actually going through your transition you know like you know, the cars, money, the houses and stuff like that doesn't mean anything. And if you meet somebody and the first thing they tell you and they, and they show you, you know, and they talk about is they clothes or they, they, they cars or they houses, you know what I'm saying? Or they money, like instantly, like whether if it's, whether if you're going into a personal relationship, whether, you know, is, is relations involved or you trying to make a relationship out of it or you're trying to be married. If first thing they do, if they, if they talking about their, that whatever they have to bring to the situation, you don't need to be with that person. Even if it's, if it's a partner, like a friend or something, and the first thing they say and they talk about is what they have, you starting off bad already. I don't care about that. You know what I'm saying? That shows me what kind of person you are already. And I don't, I really don't need to, I don't, I don't, ha, I don't need that in my circle. Like, I don't want that in my circle because I can't learn from you. The only thing you have on your mind is chasing money, chasing the bag. You know what I'm saying? I want to understand the bag and how I can maintain it. You know what I'm saying? And how I can continue to, and to continue to get it and sustain it and flourish. You know what I'm saying? That's what I want to learn. If you can't teach me that, then you know what I'm saying? We'll be doing. You know, I, I don't, I don't need to be chasing the back forever, cause, you know, it, it's just, it's, it's not about chasing it, it's securing it. Like they said, you gotta secure the bag. You know what I'm saying? So you, you can get a million dollars today and then lose it the next month. Like it, it's that easy. It's not really that much money. And, and I haven't touched a million dollars yet, but, you know, it's, 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 it's easy to lose focus on what you're doing whenever you're not paying attention. You know, it's like driving a car. If you drive in and you look at what's in front of you, you can get far. But if you keep looking on the sides and looking behind you, you end up crashing. You see what I'm saying? And then what? You're going to be looking for another ride. So you got to stay focused and looking on what's in front of you and maintain and try to secure where you're going. Because if you keep looking at the rearview mirrors, the rearview mirrors are small. Your windshield is big. That means it's, it's, you're supposed to focus on what's in front of you rather than what's on the side of you and what's behind you. Your rearview mirrors... The one on the top and the one, the two at the sides, they're small for a reason. That means you're not supposed to look at them for too long. If you look at them for too long, you're going to get sidetracked and you're either going to crash or you're going to run into somebody else. You see what I'm saying? So that's, that's what those mirrors are there for. So it's just like in life, you have to focus on what you're doing, you know, and keeping the right people around you will help you do that. And, and that's what, that's what a lot of people don't understand, you know what I'm saying? So.
But um, they have someone for everyone, and um, and 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 everything that they're trying to do. Um, when I say that, um, I know that's kind of off topic, but what I'm trying to say is a lot of people like they they look for different people, and in in different people. You see what I'm saying? Like, all right, let me explain this because maybe I'm losing y'all a little bit. All right, a lot of people will date like a number of people to be different people like to have different people feel different things like um i'm gonna use me for example i'm just gonna throw myself out there i used to back in the day a long time ago i used to like really like look for different women for different things whether if it was to if, a, if somebody had a car i needed a car to get back and forth if somebody had money i needed money you know what i'm saying if they had you know what if it was sexual you know, or if it was just to even speak, you know, like, uh, just to be like, you know, I need a mental release, you know, I need a vent. If somebody had good conversation, you know what I'm saying? It would be different things. And people do that still. Like nowadays, people, people really do that still. And a lot of people get that misconstrued and say, oh, well, men are dogs, men are dogs, men are dogs. A lot of times it's not that. It's a lot of times it's that you, you might be with somebody that might have sex you might have a great sex uh, chemistry with them but they're mentally mentally they're not there or you might have a good a great mental relationship with them but their sex is is off you know what i'm saying or you might have somebody that has a lot of money but that you know what i'm saying so it's different relationships and you really have to understand that person and where they're trying to you know what i'm saying a lot of people are not on that level though so at the same time yes okay and and but at the same time it's not you know, you can't really throw nobody under the bus because you don't know their situation, one. And then two, you know, everybody does things and anybody, everybody graduates or matures at a certain level. Like, I hate when people say, oh, well, that person's young. They don't know no better. Like, no, you can find an 18-year-old that thinks wiser than an 80-year-old. You know what I'm saying? That You can find an 80-year-old that thinks like an 18-year-old. You see what I'm saying? I don't believe in that whole age stuff. Like, I, I don't believe in it. You know, I, I don't because whenever I was 21, yeah, I did a couple of foolish things, but I was smart. You know what I'm saying? I chose not to do it because I didn't care at the time. I didn't really have nothing to lose. But now that I'm older, I have I have stuff to lose. I can't just be out here just being reckless. That's not that's not what life is about. So when I say um, people in your relationships and the different relationships that you might have, um, whether you need certain things from different people um i'm not gonna say it's bad and i'm not gonna say it's good it's just that you really have to be careful about how you use people you know and if 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 you feel like it's is you know it might not be a bad thing to let them know to even try to build that relationship. just be honest nobody can hold your truth against you you know what i'm saying so you have to live within your truth and you have to you have to be truthful Whenever you're honest, you give you give people that opportunity to say, okay, yes, or say no. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, am I going to do this? Am I going to stay here with you and do this? Or am I going to leave? You give that person the option to, to say that. But if you do nothing but lie and, and you make a story out of it and you make somebody feel and believe something that's not true, you take that opportunity for them to even leave or stay. Most of the time, and I hear it a lot too, um, back well, I ain't gonna say back in the day because they still have it going on too. Sometime, um, sort of now, but back in the day, um, uh, sometimes whenever you used to like, you know, you would 
you want to like cheat, I guess, or whatever, or you have more than one sex partner, a lot of times all you have to do is ask, or a lot of times all you have to do is, you know, be honest with whoever you was having sex with, and you'd be like, yo, you know, I got a girl, you know, I got a dude, or whatever the case is, and most of the time, they won't even care, because half the time, they already got somebody that they dealing with too, you know, it's not, it's, I'm not promoting that, let me say that now, I'm not promoting that, I'm just, I'm just having an honest conversation, I'm just speaking, because a lot of people try to say, oh, well, no, 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 y'all have done it too, <laughs> y'all have done it too, like, don't try to act like y'all don't know what I'm talking about, y'all have done it too, there's been situations where you've cheated on somebody with your friend, and the same person that you said was your friend, when you was in front of your significant other, you was having sex with them behind your significant other's back, it wasn't somebody that you met out in the club. It's somebody that you knew six years ago. And you, you had a conversation with them, whether it was a heart-to-heart, -heart, and you most likely was talking about your significant other. They probably took advantage of that. And you started talking about, they started talking about their significant other. You took advantage of that. And then next thing you know, it's a whole bunch of feelings balled up in one. You know, and then it, it it comes to that point where well you don't need that man he taking advantage of you, and then she like oh well you don't need her I could do you better da 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 and then flirting starts happening, you know and then it'd be like oh well, if I was this and all the all the what ifs, you know what I'm saying all the what ifs happen and then that what if start happening is it starts it starts throwing it starts speaking in your head a little bit louder when you start getting into arguments with your significant other, then that one time when the heat of the moment happens and then boom. There goes the infidelity. You know what I'm saying? So it does. It doesn't start with just random. Some most people do. They see somebody that they they see that is physical. They're physically attracted to, and they take that and they run with it. You know what I'm saying? They like, oh, yo, you know, she she got a nice body, or you know, they they see a guy they like. You know that they that that like I said, that's physically, you know, attractive to them. So they, they take that and they run with it just for the heat of the month because they might not go, they can go home, but they might not have the same thing at home. And that, that's the 80-20 rule, you know what I'm saying, where they have 80% at home, but that's that last 20 they're missing, and they sacrifice their whole 80 for that last 20. And then that 20 don't even want to be with them. they just doing it just because, or, you know, just to spare the moment. So that's why I say you got to be careful about who you you start these personal relationships with and um just know who you with and even when it comes to friends and you can have good friends and you can have bad friends i know it's kind of sound like an oxymoron but you can have good friends and you can have bad friends and how and the reason why i say that is you have good friends that support you you have good friends that back you you have you can have a great business idea a great business you know uh you know brainstorming and you'd be like look i want to do this i want to do this you bring it to your friends and they laugh at you you know what I'm saying? That's a bad friend, but that's a friend that you need. Because a lot of people be like, oh, well, no, you don't need that person in your life. No, keep that person. You know what I'm saying? Keep that person. And I want, I, what you need to do, you need to keep that person and keep them updated on everything you do. You can either keep them updated on everything you do, or you can, um, you just, you know, uh, uh, level up quietly. You see what I'm saying? You can level up quietly, and then as you level up, they're, what they're going to do is, they're going to be like, oh, so did you make it yet? Or did you start a business yet? Or you get, you know, you, did you buy whatever you wanted yet? You know what I'm saying? And, you you know, you could either you could either do it quietly or you could do it boldly. You know what I'm saying? Because what happens is whenever you're blessed, nobody can take away from you. Nobody can take that away from you, I mean. Not, not the enemy. Nobody can take that away from you. 
So if you want to level up and let them know, let them know. Don't be bashful about it. Yeah, okay, I got it. All right. And you remember when you said I couldn't do it? I'm going to show you. You know, that's the energy you need. That's the energy. That's that's what I say that you don't throw them people away. You know what I'm saying? Because you can use them as a footstool. You're going to be able to use them as a footstool later. You know what I'm saying? Or what's going to happen is they're going to come back and they're going to ask you for advice. They're going to ask you for something later on in life. And what it is, you cannot turn them away. Because a true test of a man or a woman is not what they do whenever this is. The true test of a man or a woman is what you do whenever you have the upper hand. You know what I'm saying? If somebody asks you for, if, if you ask somebody for something, they'd be like, nah, I ain't got it. Or, you know what I'm saying? Or this, whatever. And they do you some kind of way. And then you in the upper, you in a position and you got the upper hand to be able to get back at them as revenge. And you don't take that. That is a true test of character. That you better than them. A lot of people be like, oh, no, man, they got to pay. They got to do this. They got to do that. For what? For what? For what? You know, being successful is the best revenge. Because one, it doesn't come back on you. And two, it makes that other person realize how much they value, that how much they should value you. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that you got to act like you don't know them, but you just got to learn how to handle them. You just got to learn how to how to, how to to handle it different. Like, you can't, you know what I'm saying? You can't come back. You know what I'm saying? It ain't no U-turns. But at the same time, I'm not going to act like I don't know you. Now, other people think, think different, but, you know, that's, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? That 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 we all got our different our different, you know, ways that we can handle that or whatever the case is. So like I said, these relationships, whether they're personal, um, emotional, or financial, or even just regular recreational relationships, man, um, we all need these. Like I said, good friends and bad friends, we all need these good friends, people that support you, be like, yo, you know, you need this, you know, well, I got you, I know you're going to do it, you know what I'm saying? They call you every month, like, yo, did you get this yet? Did you get that yet? Did you get this yet? Did you get that yet? Oh, yeah, yeah, I got it. Oh, yeah, good, 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 you know, good, you know, good stuff, good stuff. You know, those are good friends you need. Even the people, like I said, that, that, um, that, They'll be like, oh, well, did you get it yet? Well, I told you I was going to get it. Nah, you know what I'm saying? You need that. Use that as motivation. Don't don't, don't kick those people to the curve. You know what I'm saying? Don't kick them to the curve. Keep them in your circle because you're going to need both of it. You know what I'm saying? You're going to need both of them. For every 100 people that love you, there's going to be 10 people that hate you. And you're going to need those 10 people more than you're going to need those 100 people. And I'm going to tell you why. Because love and hate is the same thing. Jealousy is just love. Love mixed with hate. That's all it is. That's all it is. That's all it is. And you need both of them to be able to survive. But you need the worst more than you need the good. Because whenever you get the worst, you're not going to be able to cherish the good until you get the, wor- the, the worst. You won't be able to realize what happiness feels like unless you go through pain. You see what I'm saying? So you need it. Pain keeps you humble. The pain keeps you humble. You learn more in your, in your failures than you do in your success. It keeps you humble and keeps you grounded so you don't be walking around here acting like you better than everybody else. You know where you're going, but you know where you came from at the same time. So that's why it's important to have those type of relationships. And you know what's crazy? The worst people to um to really, I ain't going to say the worst people, but the people that we find out to really drag us down the 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 most is either the people that we related to or the people that we grew up with. You know what I'm saying? And, and especially our relatives. Because you think because they're your blood relatives, they they always going to be the ones in your stand clapping for you. 
whether if it's your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, your aunt, your uncle, your grandmother, your, your grandfather, your, your niece, your nephew, you know what I'm saying? Whoever it is, or, you know, whatever best friends that you, you know, that you've been rocking with, these people, now I'm not going to say all of them, you see what I'm saying? Because you're going to have a couple of them that's going to be riding for you, you know, no matter what. But it's a lot of these people that you, you find out, like, look, they not, you know what I'm saying? They was around you whenever you ain't had nothing because it gave them a reason to stick around and not really rock with you. Well, to really rock with you because they weren't going nowhere either. But as soon as you start stepping up and you start really going somewhere, they want to pull you down and say, nah, you can't do that. Like, what you doing that? You wasting your time. You know what I'm saying? Don't do it that way. Do it like this. And I can't do it the way you want to do it because obviously you've been doing the same thing and it's not working for you. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I'm not trying to knock you, but if it's not working for you, then I'm not going to take your way. Even if it is, even I feel like it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a way that you're doing, that you're just not doing it right, or you're not doing it at the right time, or you, it's not time to do it yet. You know what I'm saying? There's different, it's different seasons. It's different seasons. Everything comes in a rhythm. You know what I'm saying? People say, um, um, it ain't time for you to get signed. Like whenever they they used to rap and whatever, whenever um people rap and stuff like that, they everybody want to get signed. Everybody want to get signed. It ain't time to get signed yet. You know, you just gotta keep going. You gotta keep going. You gotta trust the process. You really gotta trust the process. Like everything happens at a certain time. Opportunity is is luck, meaning uh, preparation. You know what I'm saying? That's what opportunity is. So whenever your opportunity comes, you have to you have to be prepared for it. You know what I'm saying? You gotta you stay ready. You ain't gotta get ready. You had to be prepared for it. You know what I'm saying? So, but again, like I was saying with the whole relatives thing, there's people um that you that you grew up with um and that that you that's that's your own blood. They they want to see you fail, and there's nothing like um malicious about it. It might be malicious, it might not. It's just that a lot of times people want you to be uncomfortable and be miserable with them. So it, it doesn't mean that they're trying to be mean. It's just that they're scared to be successful. They're scared to fail. They're scared to t they're scared to learn learn a lesson, and so they don't want to be by themselves. You see what I'm saying? So they'll tell you you can't do it and feed all this stuff in your mind and make you feel more discouraged that you can't do it. So they can so y'all can be at the same level, but you're not like that. You see what I'm saying? You think different. You know what I'm saying? I met a lot of people, right? I had a lot of conversations with a lot of people just to test and see what their mind is at and pick their brain. Just to see what they, you know what I'm saying? What they hold, um, what they, what basically what they was thinking about certain things I might ask them. And, um, a lot of, I got a lot of good, um, I got a, I got a lot of good feedback and I got a lot of, I got, a, I got all good feedback. But, you know, I just, I just weighed it differently. But, um, you know, and, and a lot of people tell me, oh, well, you crazy. Or, I don't know why you're thinking that way. Or, nah, it's not going to happen. You should do it like, you know what I'm saying? But in, in my head, I was like, oh, okay, all right, so I'll put you on this list, and I'm going to put that person on that list, and I'm going to put you on this list, and I'm going to put that person on that list. Because it, what, it, what it gave me is it gave me motivation. So when I talk to you next time, I know exactly what to say to you to get to get me hype about what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? And then while I'm doing it, I'm I'm gonna be feeding you game. I'm gonna be teaching you, and I'm gonna be, I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna show you while I do it because you think I can't do it, and you think I'm not ready to do it. But I'm gonna show you, and the people that were supporting me, I'm gonna show you as well, so you can keep on supporting and keep clapping, keep clapping even louder. You know what I'm saying? And um, I had a couple of relatives um tell me even when I decided to move to um to Atlanta, right? I had. I had a couple of relatives tell me I was stupid. You know what I'm saying? And why am I going to Atlanta for? 
And I was like, well, this is a new opportunity for me to, you know, for me to go. I never, you know, I never, I've been to Atlanta uh, like a couple of times, but I never lived there before. So I was like, yo, it's a new experience for me. It's a new city. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and they told me I was stupid for going. I had an opportunity to go to Texas and, you know what I'm saying? I got a job to go to Texas twice. And they told me I was stupid for doing that. And I'm like, why, why am I stupid to do that for? Like, I don't, I don't understand what's the point. And they're like, well, you can't leave your family, da, 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 da. But I was like, but it's not me leaving my family. Cause if I was in the military and they sent me off to Afghanistan, everybody be throwing me a party and everybody be crying that I'm gone. You know what I'm saying? Or if I was, you know, going to um, basic training, you know, everybody be crying and throwing me a party that I'm that I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? So what's the difference between going to basic training and me going to Texas to make more money? The only difference is I can come back whenever I want and not go, you know, not being and not being in, in trouble for it and go AWOL. You see what I'm saying? Ain't nobody telling me I can't go to, and go nowhere else. I think what it is 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 they judge what they're not used to and they're afraid of what, what they're not used to and what they don't know. So when you do something that they're not used to, they telling you you can't do it because they never done it before. People get so people get so comfortable in doing what's um what's normal to them that if anything is abnormal to them, they don't want to do it. And I find that especially in me, like because I'm a truck driver. So if I if they send me to go somewhere that I never been, I'm instantly gonna be like, nah, I really don't want to do that. And the reason why is because I don't know what's there. I don't know what kind of roads is out there. I don't know if it's a lot of accidents out there. I don't know if there's mountains out there. I don't know if there's a lot of police out there, DOT out there. I don't I don't know. I don't know if there's a whole bunch of scales out there for me to wave my truck and they pull me over. And I got to, you know what I'm saying? I got to do inspections. I don't know what's going out there. You know, I don't know. So I'm like, nah, I don't want to do that. But if I go to a route that I know I've been doing constantly, I know how long it takes to get there. I know how long it's going to take for them to unload my trailer. I know how long it's going to take for them to um to to do my do my paperwork. I know all these things, so I can time it. I'm more comfortable. You see what I'm saying? So that's what a lot of people are afraid of. They're afraid of the uncomfortableness in it. You know, and they don't want to be uncomfortable. But whenever you're uncomfortable, it helps you grow. It stretches you out. It gives you a reason to to think, to brainstorm. Don't be in a situation where you just feel like you could just do whatever you want to do. No. Get some discipline behind you. Discipline makes you more humble. You know what I'm saying? This gives you principles and morals and standards about yourself. You're not just out here just doing whatever you want to do because that's reckless. That's reckless. And you will perish because of you being reckless for no reason. We perish for the lack of knowledge. You see what I'm saying? That's the reason why we, 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 we're stuck in different situations. Like, a lot of people be in debt. A lot of people go to jail. You know, a lot of people, because they don't know. They don't know what's going on. They don't know the system. They don't know, you know what I'm saying? They don't know. We, even um, financial literacy. We don't know. We didn't grow up with that. We didn't have that. So we perish. We end up in debt. We go broke. Next thing you know, the IRS is knocking on our door trying to throw us in jail. Why? Because of a phone bill that could have been paid uh, five years ago, but it went up in, you know what I'm saying? Or student loans that should have been paid 10 years ago, 20 years ago, and they still knocking on your door asking you for money. You know what I'm saying? That's We perish for the lack of knowledge of that. You know what I'm saying? So, again, the whole relatives thing. When you got people that um that that you grew up with that, you know, that, that's so used to you being in the same household with them or used to you being at the same level with them and then you grow up and then they look at you different. And what I learned is um, you're never going to be prepared for where you're going and you're never going to be, um, you're never going to be prepared for where you're going and you're never going to be, um, 
you're never going to fit for where you've been. Meaning it's impossible for you to be in the same spot and you know that you're different and then grow to another place that you're aiming for and then try to fit in because the people that's already there, they're already not going to look at you as one of them because they know they're going to know where you came from. But when you where you came from, you can't really blend in with those people because you're heading for somewhere different. And you got to have that mindset about yourself or else you're going to fall in either trap. It's it's either, you know, it's either uh, it's either this way or that way. There's no in between. So you got to be able to, to keep yourself motivated and you got to keep yourself um in, 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 in line. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people expect people to have these pats on the back. We can't always be in a position to pat, you know, to get patted on the back. Sometimes you got to reach behind your own back and pat yourself on the back. You know what I'm saying? When you feel like things is, it ain't working, you got to keep going. You see what I'm saying? You got you to gotta keep going no matter if, if you're tired. You got to keep going. I used to drive back and forth from um, North Carolina to Texas. It's 21 hours, sometimes a little bit more, depending on, you know, traffic, whatever the case is. That's 21 hours. I don't know whoever ever drove 21 hours before, but it's not. It's really not easy. You see what I'm saying? It's not easy. And, and during the first eight hours, you'd be like, man, I'm ready to quit. <laughs> when I first did it, I was like, yo, this can't be real. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, this can't be real. And like, yo, I got a whole, a whole bunch of hours to go. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I can't. You know what I'm saying? I, this, this can't be real, bro. I, I'm not doing this no more. This will be the first and last time I do this. But no, you gotta keep going. You have to keep going. You gotta keep pushing. You gotta keep driving. Why? Because you have somewhere that you have to be. You know what I'm saying? Whether you gotta make it back home or you gotta make it back to work. Like, you have to do it. There's no. You know what I'm saying? There's no. Yes, is is. It's tiring. Yes, you know what I'm saying. You you're gonna get you're gonna get frustrated, but you have to stay consistent and keep going. You know what I'm saying. You, if you quit, you're not gonna make it. You know what I'm saying. You complaining. You could complain why you well you know you can complain all you want, but as long as you keep going, that's what having faith is. You got to keep going. You got to keep going, even though it's hard. You can ask questions. You can complain, but during all that, you have to have that faith and keep going. And, ha- and other people not going to understand it. And it's cool. It's not meant for them to understand. It's not. Because if it was meant for them to understand, this world would be perfect. And if this world was perfect, we wouldn't need God. So you have to keep going no matter what they say. Whether if it's blood related or love related. You see what I'm saying? You have to keep going. And again, um, I want to touch on that. Not every family is love. Not every family is blood related. Some people are love related. I got a lot more family that's love related than blood related. You know what I'm saying? And and to be honest with you, a lot of family that I would die for that's love related and a lot of family that's blood related, I really wouldn't care about, uh, care too much about. You see what I'm saying? And and it sounds messed up, but it's not always that. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people, just because you're blood related, that doesn't make you family. It just makes me related to you. You see what I'm saying? It just, we share similar cells and sim you know what I'm saying? That that we we're you know what I'm saying? We we share similar genes because we come from this come come from the same tree. But that doesn't make us family. It doesn't make us in tune with each other. Like you don't you know what I'm saying? We don't we're not the same person. We might come from the same you know, we might come from the same mom or come from the same dad or come from the same grandmother or come from the same grandfather. Whatever. But that doesn't mean that you know what I'm saying? That we're family or, you know what I'm saying? So I met a lot of people that I, I consider more family um, 
because it's love related rather than blood related. You know what I'm saying? Like I had more than one mom. I had more than one father. I had more than one brother. I had more than one sister, you know, cousins, you know, people that I've, I've um, grown to love along the way. And it's weird, too, because whenever you're first born, you're not able to choose who your who your family is. But as you grow, you can adopt these certain people that's in your life and bring them towards your life and, and look out for them. They can look out for you. You know what I'm saying? And those are the most genuine people. My mom used to always tell me, if you have one person that is in your corner and they ride for you from from, from day one since you're young and you grow up with them, you need to keep that person. If you have more than one person, if you have two, you're lucky. If you're three, you're super blessed. You see what I'm saying? Because as you grow, people start to fall off. People that you had met, met in high school, met in middle school. Think about it. People that you met in high school and middle school and elementary school, do you still talk to these people? No, <laughs> you really don't. And if you do, you don't talk to them as much. You see what I'm saying? So in a lot of people, you know, if you can count on your hand or if you can count just in general, the people that you, you've been riding with for at least 15 years, 20 years, you see what I'm saying, 25 years, if you got those type of people in your corner and they still been there and they've been solid for all those years, bro, you blessed. You are blessed, beyond blessed. Because a lot of people fall off. A lot of people fall off. A lot of them. You know what I'm saying? My mom used to say, you show me your friends, I'll tell you who you are. And that's another thing I want to talk about. You got to keep the right people around you. You got to keep the right people around you, whether it's uh, people that's actually going somewhere. Like, um, what was the quote? If, if you're the smartest person in your group, then you're in the wrong group. If you, you know, if you're the smartest person in your circle, then you're in the wrong circle. You got to be able to learn from these people. You got to be able to ask these people. And you got to give them a situation. If you're going through something, you got to be able to ask for some advice from a non-biased point um, perspective. You know what I'm saying? And and with, with no uh, malicious intent involved into it. A lot of people would give you uh, their, um, their, their, their uh, opinion on something or their perspective on something. And they're tearing you down. You see what I'm saying? Is 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 one thing to take criticism, but you got to give it to you. Got to be able to take it positive. You got to take positive criticism. You can't take negative criticism. Cause negative criticism is just hating. You know what I'm saying? But again, you still need those people in your life. Those give you those are the type of people that give you um, ambition. You know what I'm saying? But you know you got to be able to um, chew your meat and spit the bones. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people eat fish, right? And you eat catfish. Was it catfish that got bones in it? Whatever. You eat fish. Um, and the fish got bones in it, you know, even, um, Jamaican food, uh, uh, curry goat, curry goat, or even curry chicken. A lot of people chop up their chicken, you know what I'm saying? Jamaican, they, they chop up their chicken so they can spread it out, spread it out better. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times, you, you know, you, you, you eat the chicken, but it, you, you taste the bones in it. You see what I'm saying? A lot of people eat the bones too, but that's not neither here or there, but you got to be able to spit your bones out and still be able to eat the chicken. That means you got to kind of cipher and um, decipher what you're going to take from the from whatever they're saying and keep it or just let it go out the other air. You know what I'm saying? So that's what you have to do. You got to chew your meat and you got to spit your bones because not every critic, not every opinion is needed. Everything is criticized. Not all that stuff is needed because if you're a weak-minded person, you're going to let that kill you. You're going to let that destroy you and destroy your dream, destroy your ambition. You could be the most positive person in the world. But you're going to get hit in a situation that's going to bring you down. And if you got that one person in your area, that's all it takes is that last kick in the face to bring your whole situation down. The last straw that killed the camel's back. 
that that's it. That's all it. That's all you need. You see what I'm saying? That's all you need. You got to be more mentally prepared for that. So that's what I'm saying. The positive criticism is is one thing, but you don't need haters. You know what I'm saying? You need them, but you can't take that in your head. You know what I'm saying? You can't. You, you got to take it with a grain of salt. You really got to chew your meat and spit your bones on that situation. Or else you're just not going to, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to be able to survive in life. And another thing, everybody's not going to hold the same position. And at, especially at a time frame, what it is, is you're going to have a lot of friends as you grow. And I've learned this. As you grow, there's going to be people that's going to be number one. You know, it's sort of like um like Drumline. I don't know if you ever seen Drumline, um with Nick Cannon movie where the um the white dude was was banging the drum, and um uh, they had put him out online, and um to 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 because he was I guess he was the the first the first chair right, and so he had to battle. No, he was like the I think he was like the 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 P4. I think that's what they call it. He was like the P4, and then he had to battle the P1, right, to try to get to get the P1 spot. And um, he ended up losing it. So I, I guess he got all the way back or something. I don't know. But basically, there's a lot of people in your life that's going to be a P1, right? And after time goes or whatever, they're going to fall off and they're going to be in uh, P2 or P3. And other people are going to get in, going to be able to um, take their spot. Now, that doesn't mean that you, lose that, that, that you lose that friend. It just means that you just might not need them for that particular situation or that season in your life. And you have to be able to understand that because if you don't understand that, you're going to ruin relationships. You see what I'm saying? A lot of people that's your best friend or whatever the case is, they can continue to be your best friend, but that doesn't mean that just because you didn't speak to them in X amount of years that they stopped being your best friend. Like, my homeboy Tim, right? It's a perfect example. My homeboy Tim, man, I ain't seen him in, uh, since 2009 or 2010. No, no, no. 2000, I want to say 13. Maybe 2013. But if I saw him right now, right now, it would be no love lost, bro. Like, I really consider him like a brother. Like, 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 like a brother. You know what I'm saying? And, and... He's been there for me, like, whether if it was me having a job and letting me use his car. You see what I'm saying? I've done the same thing for him. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't even know him like that. You know, when I first met him, I I was kind of skeptical. But at the same time, like, once I got to know him, like, that was my brother. You know what I'm saying? Even my mom still asks about him. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's like, you know, even though he was, he's not, you know, there and consistent in my life like he was was, but that doesn't mean that he's still not a part of my life. It just means that he has a couple of chairs back and a couple of other people moved up and kind of, not to say took his place, but they're in, you know what I'm saying? They're in that spot that he was before. You know what I'm saying? He's still, I still consider him a brother, but at the same time, it's not, it's not the same. He's not here. You know what I'm saying? So he's off doing what he has to do to be better and be successful in life. And he's been doing a great job. I applaud him on that if he's listening. But like I said, it doesn't mean that whenever I see him, it's going to be like, nah, I ain't heard from you. You ain't how, you know what I'm saying? You ain't speak. Nah. When I see him, it's going to be like, yo, what's good? Like, da, 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 da. Like, we got so much to catch up on. You know what I'm saying? It's no love loss at all. And that's what, ha- that's how you really got to, really got to start looking at things and really got to start seeing things. Because a lot of people think that, oh, well, well, they ain't check on me and they ain't spoke to me in how long. So I got to be, I got to be beefing with this person. I got to be beefing with that. Nah, man, this it's not like that. And if you're thinking like that, then you're thinking the wrong way. You see what I'm saying? So, excuse me. And um, growth shows a lot about um, growth. Will will 
will show you um all right how am i trying to say this the people around you will show you your growth basically that's what i'm trying and that goes to back that goes back to what i was saying about um show me your friends i'll tell you who you are if you're still hanging around the people that's been doing the same thing for 10 years and they haven't grown anything and you gotta look at yourself like how what have i done in the last 10 years what have i done in the last five years if you're still talking to the same people and they haven't grown and they're still at the same spot and you look at yourself and you're like yo i'm still in the same spot that shows you that you don't need those type of people around you you really don't and um it's okay for you to be around certain people that don't want anything in life you just got to be careful how long you stay in that position because you become the people that surround you i know it sounds crazy what i just said but you really become the people that surround you so i'm not saying that you got to act different or you act like you better than somebody no but you got to be careful from staying and staying complacent and so long and stagnant so long into a position where you really start being around these people and they're not feeding you you got to have a lot of people. You, it's, it's best to have more people feeding you than needing you. So if you're staying around with somebody that's not that's not giving you anything and they doing nothing but taking, you don't need to be there. It's not healthy. It's not being the best person that you could be, the best woman you could be, the best man you could be. You need to put yourself in different positions to be able to elevate and level up. You see what I'm saying? That's the best thing for you to do. If you can't do that, I, I mean... I guess it's just cool for you to just stay there. You see what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it's, it's cool. If that's not what you want, nobody's forcing you to become successful. Nobody's forcing you to want want things in life. Some people do, some people don't. You see what I'm saying? And I, and I say this all the time, and I'm not knocking nobody that does this. But I don't understand how people could work a factory job for 20 years. I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't understand it. And some people would be proud of it. And they'll brag, oh, well, I've been doing this for 20 years, or I've been doing this for 36 years. So after the fifth year, you didn't realize that you wanted to be more, at least a manager? You see what I'm saying? Now, like I said, I'm not knocking you. If you work at McDonald's, it's cool. I worked at McDonald's for three years. That was my first job. You know what I'm saying? That was my first job. I became a crew trainer. You know what I'm saying? I, I, that was my first job. But I wanted to become a manager. I wasn't able to become a manager. So I left. You see what I'm saying? Like if you can't be in a in you can't be at McDonald's and be on the grill for 15 years and then you want to come out the grill and be bragging about it. Come on, man. You can't be out there. And I say there's nothing wrong with flipping patties cuz I know a lot of people that are still working at McDonald's and that's getting money. But they're store managers. You know what I'm saying? They they they're franchise managers. They 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 manage four or five different stores. You see what I'm saying? And they, they started out on cashiering. You see what I'm saying? So it's all about leveling up. I'm not knocking McDonald's because I came from it. And to be honest with you, that's one of my best jobs ever because it taught me not only job, it taught me life. It taught me understand different people. It taught me how to understand relationships. You see what I'm saying? So I grew from that. And I, I thank God for it. And even the people that I used to work with. So it's it's not it's not a bad thing. I don't look at it as a bad thing. So, um, like I said, man, um, you, you really gotta, uh, you really gotta, um, analyze your relationships with different people and, um, make sure that you get more than just material things out of your relationships and, um, material things and, um, sexual things, uh, you know what I'm saying? Or you, you gotta do more. And I know, like I said before, a lot of people get into different relationships because they need different things from different people, um, 
but just make sure that it's nothing you know malicious you know what i'm saying or you don't make anybody feel no sort of way about it and if it is that way you feel like you can talk to them and you can help you know and, and you can get that across they might need the same thing from you it's a give and take you know what i'm saying so make sure you got more people feeding you than you got needing you and you know you'll never burn out okay you'll, you'll never 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 burn out all right this was part two for my segment relationships and um i appreciate y'all for listening i know this is kind of longer i spent more time on this one um but i do want to say thank you and i appreciate y'all for listening um the people that do i really do appreciate y'all hopefully i can help spread this word out and um i'm gonna start getting on my videos again and um, i just want to say i love y'all i appreciate y'all it's your boy molly aka mr cobran is thsx radio I think holly and stay humble again i want to thank anchor for giving me this podcast and i will holler at y'all next week with part three and um again just watch out for your relationships man part three i want to do uh i want to talk about uh no place you know different no different places you know so um and environments so I want to talk about that next week, man. I hope y'all tune in again. It's your boy Molly, aka Mr. Cobran, THSH Radio. We think Kylie and stay humble. Y'all stay blessed. You heard one.